Hello, everyone, and welcome to the February 25th edition of the WorkComp Academy Weekly News. I'm Renee Folson, attorney with Floyd Scarin Law Firm. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started with our litigation report. The U.S. Supreme Court rejected the state of Maryland's bid to revive a law aimed at preventing price gouging by pharmaceutical companies. The ruling was a setback to the power of states to rein in prescription drug costs. Last year, Maryland became the first state to give its attorney general the power to take legal action against drug companies that dramatically increased the price of off-patent or generic drugs. The complicated law applied to generic or off-patent drug makers that manufacture a medicine at least three other firms also make. Those companies could not impose a significant price increase without justifying it to the Attorney General, who could ask a judge to order that the price increase not take effect. The Association for Accessible Medicines, a trade group representing generic drug manufacturers such as Teva Pharmaceutical Industries Limited and Myland NV, sued the state's Attorney General to block this new law. The case worked its way to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit, which said in a two-to-one ruling that the 2017 Maryland law was unconstitutional because it violates the Commerce Clause of the U.S. Constitution. Maryland argued that the Fourth Circuit's decision not only prevents Maryland and other states from reining in abusive prescription drug prices that harm consumers and public health, and that the ruling could call into question other state regulatory efforts. At issue was whether the measure violated Supreme Court precedents that constrained states from enacting laws that burden out-of-state competitors. The U.S. Supreme Court declined to take up Maryland's appeal of the 2018 Federal Appeals Court ruling without comment, letting lower court rulings stand against the law. So far, California has had better results with its SB 17. This California law requires all drug price hikes over 16% over a two-year span to be subject to transparency requirements. It hopes the law will discourage double-digit price increases and encourage better negotiations between drug companies and purchasers. Last August, the U.S. District Court, Eastern District of California, dismissed a lawsuit brought by Pharma, the Pharmaceutical Research and Manufacturers Association, that attempted to halt California SB 17. Pharma filed this lawsuit alleging the law was unconstitutional and seeking a permanent injunction preventing its implementation. U.S. District Court dismissed the suit as Pharma did not produce enough facts to substantiate their claims or its standing. British drug maker Invidior PLC launched a copycat version of its blockbuster opioid addiction drug Suboxone in the United States. This occurred just one day after the U.S. Supreme Court cleared the way for its rivals to market generic versions of the drug. Chief Justice John Roberts left in force a ruling that let a competitor, Dr. Reddy's, put their generic drug on the market. NVIDIA argued that Dr. Reddy's should wait until the High Court considers whether to hear an appeal in the case. 
Invidior has spent over two years fighting multiple legal battles and patent disputes in the United States with companies including Dr. Reddy's, Teva, and Myelin to block them from launching generic versions of their drug. The drug maker has said it faces potentially severe losses in market share to copycats in the immediate future. The drug Suboxone accounted for almost all of the company's $1 billion in sales last year, and the United States accounts for 80% of NVIDIA's revenue. The company's authorized generic is being marketed and distributed by Sandoz Incorporated. The Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation recently found it overpaid millions of dollars under the arrangement with its pharmacy benefits manager, Optum Rx. The former pharmacy program manager for the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Comp said he has been a pharmacist since 1977 and was stunned when he saw the level of manipulation that went on. After nearly a year of investigating, Ohio is taking its first steps to recover money from pharmacy middlemen who do billions of dollars worth of business with state agencies. The Bureau of Workers' Comp spent about $86 million last year on pharmacy claims for about 41,000 injured workers. Now the Bureau is seeking repayment of nearly $16 million dollars paid to its pharmacy benefit manager, Optum Rx. The state attorney general claims the company has overcharged the bureau since 2015. A firm that conducted an analysis determined that Optum Rx overcharged the Bureau of Workers' Compensation by $5.7 million in 2017. That's 6.5% of the $86 million in total agency spending on prescription drugs that year. The Bureau fired Optum Rx as a consequence of the analysis. In industry jargon, the problem is a practice known as spread pricing. Serious questions about the practice are being raised in Iowa, Kentucky, Arkansas, and nationally. Pharmacy benefit managers started using this practice in the early 1980s to process prescriptions, and they slowly grew in the marketplace and realized they had the ability to control pricing and reimbursements and charge a percentage on top of that as a fee, or the spread. The client has no idea what the pharmacy is being paid unless they have a transparent contract. Two San Diego physical therapy clinics and their owners have paid $450,000 to resolve allegations that they fraudulently billed TRICARE for medical services that were supposedly performed by qualified medical doctors. But the services were actually provided by unqualified and unauthorized employees. South Bay Physical Medicine Incorporated and Direct Health Medical Center DBA San Diego Spine and Rehabilitation were physical therapy clinics owned by Brett Allen Sr. and Brett Allen Jr. And now our crime report. Over the past week, DEA agents arrested six doctors, physician assistants, and suspected drug traffickers on federal narcotics charges. It was Operation Hypocritical Oath 
that resulted in a series of administrative actions by the DEA that led to four medical practitioners losing their licenses. One of them was 47-year-old Dr. Michael Anthony Cementhal, who lives in Corona. He practices at the Kaiser Permanente facility in Riverside before he was arrested on charges of illegally distributing hydrocodone. The investigation in Dr. Cementhal began after one of his patients died of a drug overdose last June. Records from the California Medical Board and Kaiser showed a string of disciplinary actions, complaints about his prescribing practices, and questions about his sobriety while working. A criminal complaint outlines numerous communications between Dr. Cementhal and one of his overdose victims, some of which indicated that the doctor was aware he was prescribing excessive volumes of opiate drugs to the woman and her husband. Also, 60-year-old Dr. Reza Ray Ashan of Bel Air was arrested on charges that allege he unlawfully sold controlled drugs to an agent posing as a patient During undercover meetings in December 2018 and January 2019, he sold more than 700,000 pills, mostly opioid painkillers. Prosecutors allege that Eshan also structured cash deposits to prevent banks from submitting mandatory reports for currency transactions exceeding $10,000. And in medical news, a new CWCI study finds that non-steroidal anti-inflammatories have supplanted opioids as the most common therapeutic drug group prescribed to injured workers in California, and that both dermatological medications and anticonvulsants now rank ahead of opioids in terms of total reimbursements. The results show that efforts to curb inappropriate use of opioids tighter scrutiny by way of utilization review and independent medical review, restrictions by payers, medical provider networks, pharmacy benefit managers, and the medical treatment utilization schedule formulary are continuing to have an effect as opioids fell to 18% of the prescriptions filled in the first half of 2018, down from 20.2% in 2017, and down from 30.5% a decade ago. Conversely, NSAIDs, often prescribed as non-opioid alternatives to treat pain, surpassed opioids as the top drug group in California workers' compensation. Anticonvultants' share of the prescriptions also has increased, more than doubling in the first half of 2018, likely due to their growing use as a non-opioid alternative to treat neuropathic pain. Anticonvulsants were the third most prescribed drug group, moving ahead of muscle relaxants. Until a few years ago, growth in dermatological payments was largely driven by high-cost custom pharmacy compounded drugs. But with legislative changes and high-profile indictments involving compounded drug kickbacks, custom compounds have become less prevalent. However, the study notes two other factors now underlie the continued growth in dermatological payments such as the increased prevalence of high-cost, mass-produced, private-label topicals containing one or more active ingredients commonly found in over-the-counter topical analgesics. 
These topicals are marketed to physicians for in-office or mail-order dispensing. And in other industry news, according to a report published by the Independent Office of the Actuary at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, there will be no end to price increases in the cost of health care over the next decade. From now until 2027, national health expenditure growth is expected to average 5.5% a year. It will reach nearly $6 trillion by 2027. Growth in national health spending is projected to be faster than the growth in the gross domestic product by 0.8 percentage points over the same period. As a result, the report projects the health care share of GDP to rise from 17.9% to 19.4% by 2027. And also by that date, federal, state, and local governments are projected to finance 47% of the national health spending, which is an increase of two percentage points from 45% in 2017. Medicare spending growth is projected to average a 7.4% increase, the fastest rate among the major payers. Private health insurance spending growth is projected to average 4.8% growth per year. And spending growth for prescription drugs is projected projected to generally accelerate as well, mostly as a result of faster utilization growth. And hospital spending growth is projected to increase an average of 5.6% a year. And physician and clinical services spending is projected to grow an average of 5.4% per year from now until 2027. A new report from the Workers' Compensation Research Institute finds that as deductibles rise, employees are more likely to turn to comp claims rather than their own coverage. Workers who are injured on the job may or may not file for workers' comp, but among the factors that influence that decision and tip it toward filing a comp claim is the level of the deductible in their employer-provided health plan. The increasing cost of deductibles may cause them to consider having the injury covered where it is potentially belongs in the workers' compensation system. Where there are no deductibles or co-payments for the medical care they receive. States in which workers can choose their initial provider are the ones seeing the most concentration in the rise in filing of workers' compensation claims. That could possibly be due to the ability within workers' compensation of workers to stay with their group health doctor in these states. The increase partially offsets the overall decline in workers' compensation claims seen over the past decade. And that is all of our news and events for this week. Please check our website daily for news updates, past editions of our news, and much, much more. And remember, you can subscribe to our weekly news podcasts and special reports using your iPhone, your iPad, or Android device by searching for the WorkComp Academy with your podcast software. And we also publish a daily flash briefing on the Amazon Alexa Echo platform. Search for Workers' Compensation News on the Amazon website. Again, I'm Renee Foltz with Floyd Scarin Mnookin Langevin. Thanks for joining us today. Please drop by again next week for more news.